Hey there, I'm Kendra Perry and welcome to the High on Business podcast where we get high on all things business, marketing, and mindset and pretty much everything you need to know to grow a successful online coaching business. My mission is to end health coach poverty. I am so tired of seeing talented and passionate health and wellness coaches be broke as fuck. I started my business journey as a health coach in 2014, and along the way to building my multiple six-figure company, I saw how much my colleagues were struggling to pay their bills and get their message out to the world. So in 2018, I decided to switch my focus to helping you build your online business so you can start generating profit and finally start transforming lives. In this podcast, I'll be sharing my failures, my successes, and everything you need to know to build the business of your dreams that gives you happiness, fulfillment, and of course, financial freedom. Welcome back, guys. Welcome to another episode of the High End Business Podcast. And are you ready to get high? <laughs> I don't know why I think that's so funny. Maybe you don't. But anyways, at least I think I'm funny. All right. So today's episode has a very harsh title, right? Your audience doesn't care about you. Your audience doesn't give a fuck about you. And yes, that is harsh. And maybe that triggers you a little bit. But the reason why I use that title is because this is a very important episode. And it's not your fault that you may think your audience actually cares about you because you're building a personal brand. Your website probably has your name in it. You're selling your information, you're selling your personal services, and you probably see a lot of other people online sharing a lot of personal content, okay? But there is a lot of confusion around this. And really what we're gonna be talking about today is the type of content that you should be sharing online, on your website, in your emails, on social media. And I think there's a lot of confusion primarily due to the influencer phenomenon. Okay. So influencers are people that are basically popular on Instagram. They have, I don't know what makes you an influencer, but maybe they have like 20, 50,000, 500,000, a million plus followers. And when you go look at their content, when you go look at their feed on Instagram, primarily what you're seeing is photos of them and they have very short form captions, right? They're like, this is me on a Friday. Yay. Or me going into the weekend fun or whatever, right? Like they're posting usually just like one sentence or a few words or maybe just a couple of hashtags and then it's a photo of them. And the feed and the account is all about them. And generally that's why people are following them because, you know, they like just looking at them or knowing what's going on in their life. So what an influencer is sharing is basically lifestyle content. So, you know, this is what I ate today. This is where I shop. This is the dress that I really like. This is my dog. Here's my breakfast. Like this is me on a trip, right? It's all about them. Okay. But you, my friend, you're not a fucking influencer <laughs> and you do not want to be. Okay. So influencers, yes, they have tons of followers. Uh, they, their vanity metrics look really nice but that doesn't mean they actually have a business model and that they're actually making money at all. So how do influencers make money? Well, a lot of them actually 
don't make much money, but if they are making money, what they're doing is they're promoting other people's products. So they're building these massive followings on social media, on Instagram, and they are hoping that brands are going to reach out to them and ask them to promote their product. They are then going to promote their product and you're going to sign up through their link, get a discount, and they're going to get an affiliate commission and they may get some other amount of money from that brand. Okay. Now, influencers, not all of them, some of them are in better integrity than others, but some just promote products for the money. They don't actually use the product. They didn't actually get the result from that product, but that's how they make money. And a lot of influencers don't actually make much money. Some do well. Some actually have monetized their following. A really good example of this is Caitlin Bristow, who I love. And uh, she was actually a bachelorette. Um, If you guys don't know this about me, I love The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and all the offshoot shows. And it's kind of embarrassing, but I just love it. It's my guilty pleasure and whatever. I'm into it. And she was a bachelorette quite some time ago. And I believe she was a bachelorette before Instagram was even a big thing, but she has a really big following, but she's really monetized it well in that she has a business. She has a wine label, she sells scrunchies, and she has a really popular podcast, which is the Off the Vine podcast. Actually, a podcast that I really love. She's kind of ridiculous. She's not for everyone, but I dig her style. Anyways, so she's actually done a really good job of monetizing her business. And I know the products that she's promoting, she stands behind and she generally uses. So she probably makes quite a bit of money, but there's a lot of influencers out there who, you know, got popular because they were on a reality TV show or for whatever other reason, but they're, they don't actually monetize their following. Now I know another woman and I'm not going to say her name, but she's someone on Instagram who makes cakes and she makes these really, really stunning cakes. And she probably has a hundred thousand plus followers, but I personally know because I personally know her, I know she's not making any money off of it and she doesn't necessarily know how to monetize it. So the point I'm trying to making, trying to make is just because people have a lot of followers on Instagram doesn't mean they're making money. And your goal as a health coach is not to be an influencer and have a lot of followers because the great thing about being an entrepreneur is that you can make significantly more money 10 times, 20 times as much money with a small fraction of the following. Me personally, I think I only had maybe a thousand or a couple thousand followers on Instagram when I hit six figures in my business. And I know a lot of people who are making six figures with less than a thousand followers on Instagram. Okay, so let's bring this back around. What this what does this have to do with the fact that your audience doesn't care about you? Okay. So you're not an influencer. I know because you're listening to this podcast, you are some sort of health and wellness coach or a functional health practitioner or a spiritual, some sort of online practitioner. Okay. And you are not an influencer, and I know you don't have thousands, hundreds of thousands, and millions of followers. You're not an influencer and people don't know you. You've probably never been on a reality TV show or whatever. So people don't actually know you. And the reason they follow you is actually not to learn about you. This episode of the High on Business podcast is brought to you by my free Find Your Money Making Niche Workbook. If you're struggling to determine your ideal client and most people do. I want to help you. Did you know that your ability to choose your niche is one of the biggest things that will determine your success as a health coach? It is 100% true. I promise. Once you know who you're talking to, 
everything is going to get so much easier. You will be clear on what content to create, what freebie to make. Plus your ideal clients will know that you can help them and they will be excited to sign up for your paid offer. My workbook gives you my three-step formula for determining your money-making niche so that you can start attracting new clients online instead of repelling them. And who doesn't want that? You can grab my free workbook at kendraperry.net forward slash niche dash workbook. That's kendraperry.net forward slash niche dash workbook. And I will also link to that in the show notes. People follow you because there's something in it for them. Okay. And what you need to reframe here is yes, your business is a personal brand. Yes, you are your business, but your business isn't about you. It's about them and them being your ideal client or the person who you are trying to sell to, right? Your your ideal client avatar. So your content and what you're sharing online on your Instagram, your Facebook, your YouTube, wherever on social media, your website, your emails, it needs to actually give value to your audience and it needs to help them. Because if it's all about you, that actually doesn't give that person any reason to follow you. And because there's nothing in it for you. So maybe you're posting a selfie on yourself and you're like, this is me hanging out in the sunshine. Oh my God, I love the sunshine. Like what value does that actually provide to your audience? Fucking nothing, right? If I was following you, I probably wouldn't even pay attention because there's nothing in it that is intriguing. There's nothing in it that is engaging. And there's nothing in it that actually is going to help me or inspire me or motivate me or whatever, right? So your content actually is about them and not you. And that is the difference between an influencer and an entrepreneur. And you do not want to be an influencer. What you're trying to do here is not to be an influencer. You are here to be an entrepreneur. You are here to be a business owner. And the content that you share actually has to help your people because you need to prove to your audience that you are worth following, you need to provide them value and you need to make people actually want to follow you. Okay. So this is really, really important. And I follow a lot of health coaches on Instagram and anytime someone new follows me, I always send them a personal message as often as possible. If you recently followed me and I didn't send you a personal message, I apologize. I do. I try to I try to do it for everyone, but I don't get to everyone because sometimes um, it slips through and you can only see so many people in your little notifications. But um, I try to send everyone a personal message and I also go check out their profile. And I always go look at their posts and see like what kind of content other posts are they posting and what types of captions are they writing. And what I see a lot is this disconnect because they are an entrepreneur posting influencer content. Okay, so what types of um, post should you be posting? Well, I think 60% of your content should be educational and, and, or belief disrupting. Okay. So educational is your how to content. It actually shows your audience how to do something, how to get a result. You know, it gives them some sort of value and belief disrupting content is something that actually shifts their beliefs. And that re- this really has to do with you knowing what beliefs that they have and then going in and showing them that there's another way. This is and isn't actually in fact true. And a really good example of a belief disrupting piece of content that I recently did was uh, two episodes ago 
Um, I believe that was episode five and it was called, it's not your job to help your clients. And you probably saw that and were like super confused because you probably strongly believe that your job is to help your clients. But I'm telling you that it's actually not your job to help your clients. And by doing so, you are actually disempowering your clients and doing a disservice both to them and to you. So in that episode, I'm shifting your belief, right? And so people can really get behind that kind of content. Um, When you start shifting people's beliefs, you really start to sort of step into that more thought leader realm where you're actually shifting people's thoughts and beliefs. So if you haven't listened to episode five, uh, make sure to check it out. It's a really juicy episode and I have a lot of good nuggets in there. Um, I will make sure to link to that in the show notes, or you can just scroll back on the podcast feed, but make sure you're subscribed because you won't see it if you're not subscribed. But I believe 60% of your content should be sort of a balance between educational and belief disrupting. So maybe we do that as 30% educational, 30% belief disrupting. So this is why it's so important to know who you're talking to and know your ideal client, because you need to know, like, what do they actually believe? And within the health and wellness space, there's actually a lot of beliefs that are actually untrue, right? There's a lot of beliefs around uh, natural health and around conventional medicine and how that's the only way to heal or the only way to get help. Or, you know, if, for example, if you were niching in anxiety, some people believe that the only way to heal from something like anxiety is to take medication. But we know that's actually not true help some people, but other people can actually improve from things like meditation or functional medicine or whatever, right? So it's really important to know who you're talking to and to know who that person is and what they actually believe. This is why niching is so important. So if you haven't listened to my episode on niching, uh, definitely go back and listen to that. It's a short one, but a potent one. And coming up soon, stay tuned. uh, I'm going to be releasing a niche workshop that is going to help you define your niche. Now, the other 30% of your content, so we've got, you know, around 30% educational, 30% belief disrupting, 30% behind the scenes. So this is like the behind the scenes of your business, what you're working on. Again, you want to make it relevant to them. So, you know, I'll often show people what I'm working on. I'll show them that I'm working on a course or I'm recording a podcast or I'm filming my YouTube videos or this is the email that I'm working on. So I like to keep people engaged in my business and what I'm doing. And so if you are someone who is creating a program, maybe you're creating a group health coaching program make sure to show your audience what you're up to. Do not keep that secret. You can share that type of content and you can share it on Instagram. My personal favorite place to share my content is Instagram stories. And it's a really great way to share that behind the scenes content, but you just want to make sure it's relevant to them. And then 10% is personal. And that's sort of that connection type of content. And this is more like, I guess, the influencer content, but notice it's only 10%. So there's nothing wrong with showing people what you're up to on the weekend, showing people images of your kids, your dog, what you ate. That's fine. And it does help drive connection because they can relate to you. Maybe they have a dog just like you and they're like, oh my God, your dog's so fucking cute. I have the same dog. Or, you know, they really connect with the fact that you like to spend time outdoors, whatever it is. You do want to post some of that stuff, but I really encourage you to put it in that 10% because in the end, personal stuff, while it's interesting and why people might engage with it, it doesn't actually give them anything. It doesn't actually provide them any value. Okay. So social media is about them. 
You want to be out there providing content. And every time you post content online, you want to think, what does my ideal client need to hear today? What would help them today? How can I serve them today? If you are sitting down to write your social media content and you're thinking, what do I feel inspired to talk about? That's a problem, right? Because what you're inspired to talk about may not connect with your audience at all and they may not give a fuck, right? So you really got to know who you're talking to and you really got to put all the focus on them. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll notice that I don't post a ton of personal content. I post a little bit here and there, but most of the content I post is educational. I post a lot of behind the scenes and I do some belief disrupting stuff as well. And I'm always sharing, you know, my podcast, my YouTube stuff where you can learn, where you can actually go find a ton of value. Personally, I do believe that if you consume every single piece of my content, YouTube podcast, Instagram stories, Instagram feed, podcast, whatever, like, I think you can really get everything you need to grow your business and you probably don't even need to hire me. Um, you know, if you're self-motivated and you don't need the support, obviously. Oh my gosh, I'm like putting myself out of business right now, but it's true. I give away so much valuable content and my perspective or perception with my business is that I should be coming from a place of generosity. So I try to be incredibly generous and just give you as much as possible because the truth is I have been in your shoes, right? I remember building a business and in the beginning, especially those first like one to two years was fucking brutal. Like I just had no idea what I was doing. Didn't know who I was talking to. I didn't know what I should be focusing on. I spent so much time on things that I ended up scrapping. You know, I don't can't tell you how many freebies I made and ended up scrapping them because I kept changing my mind and I just had no idea what I was doing. And it, it was really frustrating. And I think I could have saved a lot of time had I hired a coach or had I, you know, gotten a little bit more guidance. So that's really what I'm trying to do is be your guide and uh, show you the path that I've already blazed, right? Okay. So another place that you probably focus too much attention on you is your website. And again, I've looked at a lot of websites, especially as of lately, and a lot of them are too much about the coach and not about them. And so right off the bat on your website, so above the fold, so before they scroll anywhere on their desktop or on mobile, it should be very clear how you can help them, okay? So you don't wanna say something like, I'm Jenny and this is a little bit about me. Like that, that's not engaging. Remember, people have the attention span of fucking goldfishes these days, right? They, they get distracted so easily and you literally have like four to five seconds to capture someone's attention before they hit, hit the back button and they're gone forever. So you really got to tell them what's in it for them. So you should be very clear right off the bat with who you help. You know, if you go to my website, it says my name and it says that I help broke as fuck health coaches build profitable businesses. So if you are a broke as fuck health coach, you're like, this is my girl. But if you're a health coach who, you know, makes a couple hundred thousand a year, you're like, oh, this is not for me. I'm not broke. My business is doing good. I'm good. Right. So you want to kind of have that polarizing effect where instantly right off the bat, you tell them like, this is who I help and this is how I can help you. And you don't want it to be too wordy. You probably just want it to be one sentence, but you want to say like, hey, I'm I'm Jenny and I help women in their 30s lose the last 15 pounds, right? Instantly, if I'm a woman in my 30s who has 15 pounds to lose, I'm like, this is my chick, right? Or this is my dude 
or whatever, right? So it really needs to be about them. And a very important part of your website and probably the most visited page on your website is the about me page. And this is really confusing because about me isn't about you. It's about them. It should be about you. Okay. And so, yes, you do want to share your story. You do want to try to connect with the person who's reading it, but it really needs to be about them, right? You should say something like, yeah, I'm Jenny. This is who I help. I help women in their thirties lose the last 15 pounds. And then you want to engage them. You want to speak to their pain points and go on and talk about your method and how you can actually help them. And sure, you can weave in your story. You can be like, you know, like I held on to the last 15 pounds for like six years. It was really frustrating. I never felt confident. It affected my sex life and all those things. So you can tell your story because you want to relate to them, but you know, you want to keep bringing them back to them and be like, does this sound familiar? Can you relate to this? Have you had this experience? You with me? Like things like that. And then just keep bringing it back to their experience and how you can help them. Okay. So super, super important. So I encourage you, your homework for this episode is to go look at your about me page and ask yourself, who is this about? And if it's all about you, then people just aren't going to read it. And to be frank, you know, I like to be blunt. They're not going to fucking care. Okay. So really, really important about me page, website, social media, your Instagram feed, Instagram stories. I see a lot of people posting influencer content on Instagram stories, but Instagram stories is like crafting and collaging for adults. It's crazy. There is so much fun. I never thought I'd love it so much, but I fucking love Instagram stories. And it is such a cool tool for educational content and for that belief disrupting content. It's such a cool way to engage with your people because, sorry, I'm getting so fired up right now, but Instagram stories is totally set up for engagement. It's really set up for you to get to know your ideal people. So if you are not following me on Instagram, I really encourage you to do so. Uh, at My handle is Kendra Perry. Inc. So Kendra Perry, I-N-C. And just follow my stories for a week and just look at how I'm actually utilizing Instagram stories. And what you'll notice is that I'm really just showing up to serve you and to help you. And I'm trying to engage with you as much as possible by using the poll function or asking questions or doing little quizzes, which I think are super fun. There's just so many ways to actually get to know and engage with your ideal client. Okay. So remember, remember, your business is about them and they are only going to follow you if there's something in it for them. So I really challenge you to make this reframe, to make this shift in how you view your business, because I can almost guarantee that if you start making your business about them and serving them, and obviously that, you know, relies on you knowing them, but really getting to know who you're talking to, your ideal client, their challenges, their struggles, what keeps them up at night, and then really start speaking to them and really making your whole business about them, you are going to see magic happen. You are going to start seeing a big shift in people reaching out to you and the amount of clients you get. Okay. So do not be a fucking influencer. You are not an influencer, nor do you want to be an influencer. You want to are an entrepreneur. So repeat this out loud right now. I am an entrepreneur and my business is about them and it's not about fucking me. Say it now. I hope that helps. <laughs> okay, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you are listening on your smart smartphone right now, make sure to screenshot your episode, share it to your Instagram stories, mention 
Kendra Perry Inc. or Kendra Perry Inc. And let me know your biggest take homes and what you learned from this episode. And I promise I will share your story to my story and I will send you a personal DM to thank you because that sort of action really, really helps me complete my mission to end health coach poverty, to help health coaches not be so broke as fuck and get their businesses off the ground so they can start changing the world and radically changing the healthcare system, which is my ultimate mission. So thank you so much for listening today. I love you. I love that you spent this time with me. I'm always excited when someone wants to spend time with me. I so appreciate it. And I will see you in one week from today with the next episode. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. And I'm wondering, do you want to help me with my mission to end health coach poverty? Because if you do, I need all the help I can get. And all I need is two minutes of your time. If you could leave me a five-star review on iTunes That would help so much. These reviews help get my podcast in front of more people, which means that I can reach more health coaches and complete my mission. Thank you so much for your help. And I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.